Hello and welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo and I'm super excited to be here with you tonight. Tonight we're going to be talking about, again, it's sort of a continuation from last week, but I'm going to go a little further this time. And um, this is just a topic that is so near and dear to my heart and it's about Christ in you. Christ in you. Do you realize who Christ is in you. This is this is just so powerful. You know, in addition to uh, bringing people to Christ and helping people to get saved, because we know that this is the most important thing, obviously, right? We want to see people be saved. We want to see people be healed. And so, um, and I just hello to those of you who are jumping on just now. I see you guys jumping on, so it's fabulous to see you here. But I want to keep going because I want to make sure that I get through everything that I have tonight. I know this is going to bless you so much. Uh, just like it's been blessing me, you know, the, the revelation that God's been giving me, you know, and it's just awesome. So anyway, we're talking about who Christ is in you. Oh my gosh. So I was saying that it's so important to bring people to Christ. We want to, you know, win souls, right? The Bible says he who wins souls is wise. That's beautiful. You know, you want to help people to know where they're going after this life, but salvation doesn't just mean, you know, um, eternal life. It means everything. There's a word called sozo. It includes healing. It includes everything that Jesus died for you to have. Everything. And so, you know, Jesus said, right, in John 10, 10, that thief comes only, only to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, but I have come that they may have life, right? That you may have life and life more abundantly. And he's not just talking about money, but Everything, peace, joy, happiness, great relationships, yes, even finances, you know, if you think about it, so that you can be a blessing, right? We're blessed to be a blessing. The Lord wants you to have, you know, enough for your own needs and for your family, but he also wants you to have more than enough. He's the God of more than enough so that you can be a blessing to others, right? So this is, this is just so good. So when we talk about Christ in you, I have to start with Galatians 4, 6. The word of God says that God sent the very spirit of his son, Jesus, right? The very spirit of his son to live in you. Galatians 4, 6. You can, you know, read it for yourself. And so, oh my gosh, I love it. And like I was saying last week, so many times, you know, you, you might feel limited. Um, you know, you can't do certain things or you're not smart enough to do certain things. Let me say this. You know what was awesome is even the, like when Peter stood up and he started in Acts, when he, you know, Jesus said, don't worry about what you're going to say because the Holy Spirit will show you what to say, give you what to say. In that time, Jesus said, I will give you a mouth. He will give you the words to speak. And it says that, you know, the chief leaders and all this stuff, the, the Pharisees, they perceived that, he was uneducated, but they knew he had been with Christ, with Jesus. That's awesome. I'll tell you what, I'd rather be uneducated any day and have people know that I've been with Jesus. I, I'm serious because to do the things that, you know, Peter did and, and I mean, Paul, he was, um, 
he was uh, what you would call like a chief Pharisee. You know, he was really um, schooled and educated and all that. But Peter wasn't. You know, and I love that because Jesus picked people that, um, that you know, weren't, you know, all whatever, right? He chose the things that the world might look down on mm, to conform that, you know, to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? To confound them, right? To make them look like fools later. Mm. So, you know, anyway, so Christ in you, in you, the hope of glory, you know, I started to say last week that we've got to take the words, I can't, out of your vocabulary and instead ask, Lord, how can I? You know, as I was praying in the spirit and praying before I jumped on, you know, the broadcast tonight, I was thinking, you know, and, and perceiving in my spirit, you know, I think that many are struggling in the area of finances and relationships and decisions and, you know, even strife with family members and teenagers and just, just all this stuff going on. And what are the things that you struggle with? I know that a lot of times people will, you know, say that they're struggling with um, anxiety or depression. Listen, or maybe it's a loved one or a good friend that's sick and maybe even their things don't look too good right now, right? They're looking bleak. And these are the things, these are life circumstances and things that, you know, we have to deal with every day. However, this is why we've got to keep our focus on when those things are coming up, you've got to come back to, you know, listen, I get it. You know, you can get discouraged for a little bit. You know, Stacy's saying depression. Yeah. But if you think about it, where does depression come from? It comes from thoughts that are not rooted in what God says. It comes from not being focused on what the Holy Spirit says like and having his wisdom. What is the Holy Spirit's wisdom? The Holy Spirit's wisdom gives you light where you feel like you're in darkness, where you feel confused, where you feel depressed, where you feel like you don't know what to do, right? This is where the Holy Spirit comes in. And, you know, when you're looking at the Word of God, I mean, my goodness, just go to Romans or Colossians or Corinthians if you want to improve your relationships. I'm just saying, right? Corinthians, really, it's like the book of that tells you how to love. You know, and, and the Word of God says, uh, you know, live in peace with everyone. Listen, I understand that sometimes it's, difficult to live in peace with people who are not peaceful. You know, um, I mean, I had an instance the other, the other night, you know, my son was here and he's all grown up and everything and he doesn't always stay here, but he stayed this night and we had a disagreement and it was a sharp disagreement. And I, I mean, my son is my heart, right? And I was just like, you know, and he ended up, he actually ended up leaving and I was just, I went upstairs, I'm just transparent with you guys, and I just started boohooing. And I was like, mm, I was like, Lord. And I was crying probably for about like 10 minutes. And uh, I was just like, Lord. And I knew that what I was speaking to him was right. It was good, it was right, it was proper, and he wasn't receiving it, you know, and basically, you know, he kind of just said, you know, this is why, 
Um, I don't always, you know, want to spend time, you know, just that kind of stuff, you know, and, and I love him. I'm not, you know, I'm just giving you a real for instance here because I think sometimes, you know, you might think like I don't go through anything. I'm like you, but I'm just committed to growing in the word and being grounded and rooted. So anyway, I did cry for about 10 minutes. I went upstairs and I just said, oh, Father, I said, you know, I just said, Lord, open the eyes of his understanding, show him the error of his way, and just draw him to you. You know, like I was really just, you know, praying for him in that way. And you can pray for your loved ones that way, you know. And so, I mean, it wasn't like an argument where we were, um, it was just, it was a sharp disagreement, you know. And I'm just like, like, I'm not bending. This is, you know, you're not being right here, you know. And he's just like, Mom, this is why, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, whatever then, you know. And he grabbed his bag and he left. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So in any event, um, I went upstairs, like I said, I boohooed for about 10 minutes, and but I prayed, and I just said, you know what, Lord, I trust you. I don't understand, but I trust you. I trust you. And I am telling you, this is so important to do this. When you don't understand something, or, you know, if you're having um, an argument or a sharp disagreement, you know, I'll say like with, you know, a husband or, or um, a teenager or whatever, you know, you can just go in the other room because a lot of times, you know, there could be a demonic hindrance there and, you know, and just, you need to just come against that spirit. I don't mean to them because they may not even understand it, right? Our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, right? Powers and rulers in the heavenly places, right? So meaning that even like the demonic spirit. So we've got to, we've got to come against those spirits. So you can go in another room and say, you know what, Father, in Jesus name, I just, I, I just take authority over that, that demonic, you know, spirit right now. And I command it to cease in operation against me and against that person that it might be operating through in Jesus name. I just command any demonic hindrances out right now in Jesus name. Now I will tell you the next morning I got a text from him. Actually, no, it was, it was that night. It was later that night, but I didn't see it until the morning. And he wrote, sorry. <laughs> and I was like, and then I had a conversation with him and I, you know, I called him. I said, Hey, you know, how you doing? Is everything good? And you know something, the old me would have been wanting to be like, you know what? Did you really have to leave? You know, and it would have started all over again. And I thought, you know, no, the word says to live peaceably, right? Don't correct someone in anger. I just posted this on my Facebook page. I think yesterday, don't correct someone in anger. They won't listen to you. They won't listen to you. Like, you know, if you've got a point that you're making, you can make your point and be firm, but, but you don't want to come at them like on the attack, like I'm right, you're wrong. And you know, like, and then they, they just, they'll tune you right out. They're not going to listen to that. But if you just say, you know, I want to know, like, why do you think that way? Or, you know, whatever, like you try to hear their heart and then you can try to, you know, explain yours. And if it's something demonic and it's just like, you need to just step away from it. And, you know, like I said, you can go in another room, take authority over that spirit and then just back off. 
right? The Bible says that a soft answer turns away wrath. So you want to make sure that you're not fueling any kind of, you know, because that's never good. So in any event, that, that was probably for someone. I know it was for me, you know, the other night. But the whole point is it takes maturity to not, um, you know, to just be at peace and let go of offenses. You know, like I said, a long time ago, I would have stayed in offense and I would have been mad, you know, maybe even for a few days. That does not serve me. That does not serve you. You don't want to do that. You want to just, you know, and yes, I know he said sorry, you know, and, and all that. And I know that sometimes maybe the other person won't, but you stay um, loving and peaceful and you be the one to forgive and just, hey, how you doing today? And whether they say they're sorry or not, just act, you know, just be, walk in love towards them, right? It's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance, right? To, to say that they're sorry or to, it's the goodness of God that leads people to change and brings people to God, right? So, okay. Oh boy. I, I just believe that that was for someone, right? So I started saying, don't say that you can't do something, but instead change your your words to how can I, Lord, Holy Spirit, give me wisdom. And for those of you who might be, you know, maybe there's a financial crisis or situation and you're just like, I don't even know how I'm going to pay my bills. Hey, listen, I was a single mom once, you know, for a long time and living paycheck to paycheck. And when I said I didn't have any money, I meant I didn't even have a penny in my wallet. You know, I understand. And, but you can ask the Holy Spirit for you know, Holy Spirit, give me your wisdom. He can give you a creative idea. You can look around your place and say, hmm, what do I have? Maybe even old clothes or something, but that are in good condition. You know, I mean, he might lead you to sell things on eBay or something, right, to make money. I'm just saying you can. That's a way to make money, right? And if you don't know how to do that, go on YouTube.com and Google how to sell on eBay. I mean, YouTube will give you a ton of videos on different things, but Listen to the Holy Spirit and whatever he shows you. You know, he knows whatever situation you're in. But again, you're an overcomer. You're victorious, right? You're more than a conqueror through Christ in you who gives you strength, who gives you these his wisdom. Ask. Ask for wisdom. If you're in a relationship that's troubled right now, ask the Lord for wisdom. Lord, what, what's my part here? Because all you really need to, to focus on is your part in that relationship, not the other person's part. You ask the Lord, show them, Lord, show them. And I already showed you what to do. You know, if it's you feel like there's a demonic hindrance there of some sort, you know, you take authority over that. But I started to say the one thing that you can't change is a person's will, right? You can't change their heart. But if you... Um, go to the Lord and you intercede for them, you know, asking, Lord, show them, open the eyes of their understanding. If they won't receive from you, you know, Lord, I ask you to send a laborer across their path, Lord, that they would turn their heart to you. You're praying in accordance with God's will because it isn't God's will that any should perish, right? And the Lord Jesus said that any, anyone who calls on him, he will in no way cast out, right? If they call on him with a true you know, heart of, of 
of repentance and by repentance I mean you know that they're that they're serious they want that change they want the Lord's goodness they're tired of living you know the way they were living for themselves right just godless and mm, just that's what I did I totally surrendered I dropped to my knees and I was like Lord you know I didn't even know to call him Lord I just said God please help me if you help me I'll do anything I surrender I said, I'm tired of living for myself. And, you know, I, I just said, teach me, teach me. And you know what? I believe that even right then it was like, I was like, Lord, I surrender. You know, that's like, Lord, help me help. The Lord will respond to a heart's cry that just says help. And you mean it with your whole heart because God looks at the heart. Mm. He's so good and he's so compassionate and he's so merciful and he loves you so much and he watches over you affectionately. So if things are going chaotic, come back and be still, be still and say, listen, if you're struggling with anxiety or depression right now, I promise you it's because your focus is on something other than Christ in you. It's on something other your faith and your trust is in something of the world. Your, your faith is not in the Lord Jesus. But, but listen, you can change that. And you can say, Holy Spirit, help me. Listen, open the word of God. This is why you hear, you know, preachers, or true preachers, say to you, open the word of God. Open the word of God for yourself because the Holy Spirit will speak to you through his word. And then he, you know, may give you a confirming word through someone else or make sure that you surround yourself or get with a friend who is a real believer who has your best interest at heart. You know, but that person isn't going to make you dependent on them. You know, even um, as a life coach, um, minister of the gospel, I don't ever want someone to be dependent on me, right? I, I, never. I'm going to have you go to the word of God because it's only Christ in you that is going to help you out of anything that you're dealing with. You've got to make sure that you're putting your trust in him, in him. Listen, if Christ is in you, in you, the very spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, and you go to him and you say, Lord, help me. I need light right now. Follow, um, help me to follow you. Teach me. What do I need to do right now? And you ask and you just expect an answer. I'm, he will either give you a dream. He will, you need to open the word. He will speak to you. He will speak to you. He will speak to you. And you will feel a peace come over you. I'm, I, I know this because I've been through it too many times. And I know now, like even when I feel a discouragement, like I did the other night when I was really sad and crying and just upset because I felt like my heart was bleeding, you know, because you never want to be, um, in upset, you know, with, with a child, you know, with one of your children or your spouse or whatever. And sometimes it just hurts, you know, but you, but this is where you have to, you know, get yourself together and say, Lord, okay. And like, you just got to take a breath and say, Lord, you are God. <laughs> I am not, but you're in me. And Holy Spirit, I ask you for wisdom right now. And Lord, I speak peace. That's another thing I did. I, I said, Lord, right now in your name, I speak peace, your peace, the peace of Jesus Christ to my heart and mind right now in Jesus name. And you can do the same thing. 
you should do the same thing. If any time that you're feeling anxious or, you know, you, you command that spirit of anxiety, get out right now. You have no place in me. And you say, Father, in Jesus' name right now, I release the peace of Jesus Christ. I speak the peace of Jesus Christ to my heart and mind right now. Right now. In Jesus' name. And you be still. And I'm telling you, you will feel that anxiety, that spirit of fear, that uh, you will feel it literally lift and be gone. You will. Trust me on this. You, I've, I've done it too many times. And so anyway, wow, it's amazing. I've got notes to keep me on track. But again, I ask, you know, the Lord before I get on these that on the broadcast that just as soon as I open my mouth, just fill it, Lord, whatever you want to say. You know, Christ in you. I remember laying hands on, on a woman uh, one time for healing. And this was like maybe seven years ago, eight years ago. And she got healed. And I thought immediately, Lord, how do I explain healing to her? And immediately the Holy Spirit said to me, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Because it's not me, right? If it, you lay hands on someone, it's the Holy Spirit working through you. But th immediately the Holy Spirit said, explain to her, it's Christ in me. It's Christ in you. You go lay hands on someone, it's Christ in you. You're just, you're his vessel. He needs a vessel. He needs a body. Right? Christ, the Lord works through people. He works through people. He, he, we are his hands and feet on the earth today. So don't ever forget that. God, you know, God works through his believers just like he did through the apostles. And I'm telling you, ask the Lord to give you boldness. You know, you want to get confident, get in the word of God. Read it for yourself. I'm telling you, listening to Jesus, the words of Jesus, you know, on audio. And when he talks, it, it's, I could hear the, you know, imagine the frustration that he went through. He is the Christ. He's doing all these great things. You know, he's raising people from the dead, healing all, right? That had diseases and all this stuff, right? And except for the, the people with unbelief. He, he couldn't do anything with them because they, you know, they, you know what? It's so much easier. I'll tell you, if you think about it, if people, that's why they talk about when you go to third world country, these people are so hungry for God and they get healed just like that because there's no doubt and unbelief. Here's the thing, you know, and when the Lord talked about um, being hot, cold, or lukewarm, oh my goodness, this is, I just got revelation on this uh, last week. My husband and I were talking about it and I thought, oh my gosh, I really understand what this means now. When the Lord says, I wish that you would be hot or cold. If you're hot, you are ablaze for him. You're going to, you're going to tell everybody the good news about what Christ has done for them, that it doesn't matter what they've done. If they turn their hearts to him, they're forgiven and the Holy Spirit will come in and as they you know, give themselves to him and, and they get in his word. He's going to teach them and he's going to heal them. You know, the word of God says, if you would turn your heart to me, right? And then I would, I could heal you, right? But if you, if we don't turn our hearts to him, how can he, right? He can't override a person's will. He won't do that. So anyway, hot, cold, lukewarm, hot, you are on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ. You're going to go out there and you're going to tell everybody the good news, but you're just not going to talk. You're going to come in demonstration. You're going to lay hands on the sick. You're going to see them get well. You're going to do the things 
that, right? And he, and the Lord is going to work through you confirming, right? With miracles, signs, wonders, because that's what he wants to do, right? But if you're cold, it's like, the way I look at cold is someone who doesn't believe at all. They don't even, they, don't, they might even be into witchcraft. They don't believe in God. They don't know about Jesus. They don't know anything. And, but you know what? Jesus healed those people right? St. Patrick. Oh my gosh. Google St. Patrick. I always wondered what was so special about St. Patrick with St. Patrick's Day and all that. I'm just saying, Google St. Patrick. He was a Catholic saint that raised like 33 people from the dead. It was pretty amazing. But what I'm talking about is, and he was so humble. Oh my gosh. But the point is, is he turned a whole pagan land to Christ through the miracle signs and wonders. And that's what the Lord did as well. All these people, the multitudes, they didn't know, right? He taught them, he healed them. I'm sure that when he spoke though, they, they were like, they wanted what he had. But the unbelievers, okay. So lukewarm is you believe in Jesus, but you're full of fear and doubt. You're feel, full of fear and doubt and unbelief. It's like, yeah, I know, but yeah, I know, but right? Well, James 1.5 says, if you lack wisdom, ask the Lord, because he says, if you ask, you need to believe that he's going to answer you, because if you don't, and it's mixed with unbelief, it says, let that man not think he's going to re receive anything from the Lord. That's like the lukewarm is like, you're just eh about Jesus. Oh no, we need to be on fire for Jesus, because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he it, he wants to work through you. So that whole, you know, anxiety, depression, you've got your focus, your trust on the wrong thing. Your focus and trust is on your circumstances and not in the one who can help you change all of that. I'm telling you, oh my gosh, I can't even believe we're almost out of time again. Um, John 15, right? Jesus said, uh, he was talking about, you know, he's the vine, we're the branches. We can't do anything apart from him. Jesus said, I can do nothing apart from my father and you can do nothing apart from Jesus, right? So, and, and I love John 14, 12. He said, the works that I do, right? We've heard it all, you know, we've heard it before many times, but it's the truth. He said, the works that he did and does you, you will also do because he goes to be with his father and greater things than these because he goes to be with the father. You know, I noticed that in the gospels, um, many times it says, and he did many other things. And he said many other things that weren't recorded in the book because there wouldn't be enough books in the world to contain it with all the miracles and signs and wonders that he did. You know, Colossians 1 is where it says Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ is in you, in you, in you, in you. <laughs> so, and remember Luke 10, 19, Jesus has given you authority over all the power of the enemy. You know, Jesus was in constant communication with the Father. And if you look in like the Gospel of John, the way he prayed to the Father, the way he spoke with the Father, right? There's a the part where, he says to the Father in John 17, 
22 to 23, Jesus was saying, Jesus was praying to the Father and he says, I've given them the glory that you gave me so that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me that they may be perfectly united. Wow. So that the world may know that you sent me and have loved them just as you have loved me. God loves you. God the Father loves you just as he loved Jesus. Just as he loves Jesus. That is so powerful. That is so powerful. That is so powerful. You know, not only did Jesus die, right? But of course, he's not dead. He's very much alive, right? And he wants to work through you. He didn't just give up, you know, just his, his life for nothing. He also sent us his Holy Spirit so that we could have everything that we need. So you could have everything you need to overcome everything on this earth so that you could live victoriously. So if you think about what Jesus did, constant communication with the Father, right? Constant communication, praying with thanksgiving, with supplication, letting your requests be made known unto God. But then when the enemy rears his ugly head with sickness or disease or even, you know, death, you have the Holy Spirit and we need to speak. You've got to release your authority over the... He's given you authority over all the power of the devil. And he said, nothing shall in any, by any means harm you. Communication. Get your instructions from the Holy Spirit, just like Jesus did, right? He got his instructions and he went. He would be alone. He would, you know, withdraw himself a lot to be with the Father so that he could get instructions. And he said, I only do what I see my Father doing. I only speak what I hear my Father, you know, saying. So that's how he wants us to be. And we can because we have the Holy Spirit. You have Christ in you, the Holy Spirit, the hope of glory. You know what? I'm totally out of time. But I just, I hope that, you know, this has been a blessing to you tonight. And I'll ask you to, you know, share it on your page. Let's advance God's kingdom together. It's so important that people really understand that if you are a believer in Christ and you've got Christ in you, you have the hope of glory. You have his very spirit, the spirit of Jesus Christ living in you. And he wants to use you as his vessel to bring him glory. And when you listen to him and you obey and then you do and you live the way he tells you to live, right, at peace with all people, I'm telling you, you bring him honor and you bring him glory and he will work through you. So that's the broadcast for tonight. Make sure that you share this on your page and let me know, you know, what you took away from this and make sure that you tune in next week. I've got something really special for you next week and uh, you're going to be so blessed. So anyway, God bless you. I love you, Jesus, and I'll talk to you again really soon. All right. Take care and have a wonderful night. Good night.